0: Welcome to Child-Free Chats, a show where we chat about all things child-free. The good, the bad, and the thank God I don't have kids. This show is dedicated to those who have chosen a child-free life, and some topics may be sensitive for those who are on the fence or who are childless not by choice. This show is not suitable for children. (laughs) everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Child Free Chats. I am your host Tiara and thanks for coming back. Today we are talking about getting the terminology right. And when I say getting the terminology right, honestly, there's probably no right or wrong. I initially wanted to do this episode kind of a while ago because when I first Started my child free journey, there were a few people, or I mean, I guess there's always going to be people who kind of take the English language and use whatever they've heard or whatever they want and they butcher it. They use whatever has come to their head or whatever they saw someone else use and they run. But then there are those people who we take the words and we take the definition and we use those words as that definition. So it interested me because there seems to be a bit of a not a disconnect, but just some people out there who aren't using the same words as the rest of us. But then I'm in this group and I got into this internet argument, if you will. And depending on the day and my mood, I'm generally not the biggest fan of those. But if you catch me on a bad day, I will go in. So this lady in one of my Facebook groups. So the original poster, VOP, if you will, posted a question and said, if someone I'm dating has a kid, am I still child-free? What is your opinion? Is essentially what the post was. A lot of people went through and said, well, no, if you're going to have parenting responsibilities, then you're not child-free. You have a child essentially. And that's a whole different conversation. It's a whole different topic. Anyway, the point is, is this woman had a few glasses of wine, went through the entire thread and basically commented on like 99% of the people who said, yeah, that's not child-free anymore. She was calling people gatekeepers. She was telling them to suck eggplants. And we all know what that means. So I finally had to actually comment on this lady because she was just going wild in the comments section. And I was like, listen, terminology is important. All of us using the right, correct terms, correct. I say in air quotes, it's important. No one is gatekeeping the terminology for child free. What I'm about to talk about is my opinion And it helps to know what other people are thinking or what other people believe when you use certain words. So I, I, coming back, circling back, I did want to do this episode. And then I talked to this lady and she just went psychotic with this whole gatekeeping and eggplant thing that I just had to, I was like, okay, lady, whatever. Anyway, so I thought, you know what? Let's keep the episode. Let's talk about some of the terms and what they mean to us and why they are important. Again, this is my opinion. You can call yourself freaking a blue mamba. I don't care what you call yourself. But for the sake of conversation, it would be helpful if all of us kind of had the same idea of what's going on. Because when talking to people about not having children... There seems to be a lot of mixing of terms. There's confusion about labels or just general lack of knowledge about what we consider ourselves to be, which I guess is understandable since we're finally feeling like we can branch off and have something that more accurately describes us. We don't all have to fit under the same umbrella because we aren't all the same. I've noticed this quite a bit on social media, blogs, et cetera, et cetera, where the posters, commenters, or the author are kind of saying the same thing, but with different terminology. It actually has led me to comment on a few things asking for clarification. So based on my real life experience this week and some confusion that I felt when I first started out, I thought it would be a good quick chat to explain which words a lot of us use so that when I use them, we can all be on the same page. So let's talk about some of the basic terms and who they apply to. Okay, obviously, first and foremost, we have voluntary childlessness, child, childlessness. <laughs> Try saying that three, five, ten times fast. Voluntary childlessness, kid-free, and child-free. Honestly, I don't like voluntary childlessness aside from the fact that I am having trouble saying it at the moment, but it's out there. It's a mouthful, but if you like it, then by all means, carry on. In short, these terms all are for those of us here. The ones who chose not to have children. For some, that choice came early on. I've heard stories as early as seven years old. And for others, maybe it was just a little thought of a possibility, but didn't actuate until a later age, like me. This choice could stem from a plethora of reasons, XYZ, that got you here. Some of these reasons I'll dive further into in another episode, or it could come from nowhere. Maybe there's no underlying backstory, that's just it. You just don't have kids. Regardless of how you came to be child-free, you did it by choice. Next, I see a lot of child-free by chance. While both are obviously child-free, I feel child-free by chance is slightly different than child-free by choice. Don't get me wrong, I'm not up in arms, and again, I'm not gatekeeping. I don't think that we should be sitting on opposite sides of any discussion, but it's still an interesting difference. Child-free by chance is for those who ended up being child-free. At one point, they could have been on the fence about having children, would have been completely content with either outcome, but it just didn't work out. Common child-free by chance people include career-focused women and men, people who dedicated themselves to their work first, and before they knew it, time was no longer on their side. Since they're perfectly happy with how their life is, there's no rush or urgency to run out and have kids just for the sake of it. Other people who are child-free by chance are people who have remained single, or at least have not found a partner who they want to have children with, and they're okay with that. Again, these go-with-life people could have at some point been fine with having children if that's the hand they were dealt. But they've accepted that maybe kids weren't their task this time around. Next in our child-free dictionary there are the people who are childless. I've seen some stories from childless individuals and I feel this term really means something for them which is one reason why I think it's important to make the distinction. While they're technically in the same boat as we, the child-free, they're definitely on opposite ends. Being unable to have children has an emotional background that child-free doesn't come with. Even though for some of us, our child-free choice has been emotional, it's been emotional in a different way. So I think these people deserve to maintain and keep the space they have. Unfortunately, in conversation and online and even in some Like published articles, I've read people who have chosen not to have children are still calling themselves childless, and other people are still calling us childless, which at this point in time doesn't really fit anymore. We're allowed to be not that thing if the definition has changed over time. And that's another thing that I want to say. These things that I'm talking about right now could very easily change in two weeks. Y'all, this is my opinion right now, the terms that we use. But if you listen to this in 2030, first of all, go me for lasting that long. And second of all, the terms could be different. So don't flood my inbox with hate. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. All right, moving along. Then we have anti-natalist, And I actually find antinatalism to be incredibly... Incredibly interesting. This group essentially believes that humans should not reproduce. It's often a like a philosophical stance that would argue against one's own birth as well, and views procreating as actually a negative thing. I find it interesting simply because I don't necessarily agree with it. Not that I believe that antinatalists are wrong, you're entitled to your opinion, but it doesn't resonate with me. I do believe that people out there should have children. There are people who should not, but there are people who should. So I love antinatalists and I'm fascinated by the, the view, but it's not my view. That being said, I think I want to do an episode on this so I can really research it and try to wrap my head around it You know, like sometimes when something doesn't make sense to you or when you don't agree with it, you kind of just push it away and say, nope, that's wrong. Not going to even engage, but I want to understand and I, and I want to, I want to be open to that. So I I definitely want to explore that more. What do you think the chances are of me finding someone who supports antinatalism to talk to me? If you're out there and you have an opinion and you're anti-natalist, please send me a message. I would love to hear from you. Everyone else stay tuned. Okay, next we have birth free, which I actually didn't know was something that people would categorize themselves as, but I'm glad that they do. So this is for people who they technically are a blanket child free, but they might have stepchildren, foster children, or, you know, they have a partner who's got a child from a young age. And basically they just didn't birth a child out of their body, but they are a mother by some definition or another to a child. And I love these people. My first stepdad was that person to me in a very young age. He met me at two and I called him my dad or he might me at some age. Somebody's going to listen to that and think that's historically inaccurate, but I don't care. But I called him dad. He wasn't my dad, but he was technically he was child free. And also he was birth free. <laughs> he was birth free. He'll always be birth free, but you know what I mean? He, he wasn't a father, but he was my dad. So Bless you people who are birth-free, but you've got kids out there who maybe you didn't raise them, maybe you did, but you're still doing your job. Okay, this next group is my favorite. And again, they're terms that I didn't know anything about until I jumped on this journey. And that is sink, dink, and thinker. So sink is a single income, no kids. Dink is... Double or dual, I think I've seen people use, but double or dual income, no kids. And thinker is two healthy incomes, no kids, early retirement. How could you not feel happy just hearing all of those words together, especially the last one? I feel like each of those should be a goal in like life. If you want to have a partner, sorry, if you don't, if you're fine not having a partner, You don't need goals, do you? But you know, if you were out there and you're single and you're like, dang, I'm living a single life. Cool, you're a sink right now, but work towards a dink. And then once you got your dink, then work towards being a thinker. Okay, wait, what if you're a sink, but you have early retirement? So say you're like, F that partner thing, but I still want the early retirement part. Would you be then an oinker, So, you'd be one income, no kids, early retirement. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Okay, whatever. No, these groups or terms aren't life changing, and you probably wouldn't put it on like a resume or anything, but I, I think it's a fun way to prioritize something other than children. A way to say, yes. None of my hard-earned money is being sunk into an 18-year child fund with zero interest and no returns. It's going wherever the hell I want it to go. If parents get to have mom, dad, parents, why can't we have child-free and sink or dink? Kind of feels like a weird community. It is our community. at that. We are a community. Bye. Admittedly, to date, I don't think I have ever used... These terms to describe either myself or me and Nathan together. What I do think about it, and the Facebook groups are fun. If you are not part of a dink sync Facebook group and you want some positivity about being child free, join those groups. They're a ton of fun. If you can't find them, send me a message. I will I'll direct you to it. Next on our child free lingo, I should do a child free lingo bingo. Oh, speaking of bingo, okay, no, never mind. I'm, I'm digressing. Next on my list, we've got fence sitter. And you all know what a fence sitter is. We all know what someone who is on the fence about having children, we know what it means. Maybe you've been there. Maybe you were there last week. Maybe you were there two months ago. Maybe you were there five years ago. We all know someone who has been there and maybe that's us. It was definitely me at one point. I actually think there are a lot of child free, I'm air quoting, people who technically should describe themselves as being on the fence. Unsure maybe. Not that it's a bad thing and not that it makes either one better or worse, but it is a significant contrast in life. I don't think there's anything wrong with being unsure about your decision, but it does change your behavior. It can have different effects on your relationships. And ultimately, as a child-free person, it changes our experiences. Someone who's on the fence isn't going to get quite the same pressure, line of questioning, stigma even, that someone who flat out says, nope, child-free, not doing it. And, you know, maybe there are some child-free people out there who lie and tell people they're not sure yet, even though you know in your heart of hearts and in your brain of brains, you're not having that kid. But saying that you're on the fence makes it easier, doesn't it? That's why the difference is important. Obviously, there are other descriptions out there for humans who don't have kids for whatever reason, but I've tried to keep these relating to child-free people specifically, aside from the childless Definition, but I think that one needs to be included because it was the umbrella for all of us for a long time and because people still use it when they're child free. Okay, so if you've gotten this far, you're going, Tiara, why did you just rattle off a bunch of definitions to me? You know, aside from the story that I told you that was really important. (laughs) Why is this important? For one, in language, uniformity is always important. It's basically the basis and point of having definitions so that everyone is on the same page and the message can be understood. We can't have 16 people out there saying that the word punch means to lovingly stroke someone's arm when it means pretty much the exact opposite and the rest of us are using it in a different way. If someone was talking about me and said something to the extent of my family, being me and Nathan being childless, I would immediately correct them. I don't want to be referred to or known as childless because that's not my struggle. Those women have that struggle and I've made this choice intentionally, Kim Cattrall, one of my all-time favorite actresses, because I'm a huge Sex in the City, like, fan, y'all. If you're a Sex in the City fan, we are friends. But Kim Cattrall brought a very good view to it. She notes that it's the less in childless that she finds offensive, saying that it sounds like we're less because we don't have children. I'm semi-paraphrasing here, I would go one step further to say that the less also implies that we're missing something, when as child-free people, I don't think that most of us feel like we're missing anything. While I understand that the suffix less is just a literal definition for being without children, so is free. One has a negative tone, and one has a positive tone. I choose to feel positive about my choice and would prefer not to be grouped with people who are truly sad about their circumstances. We're not the same, and it does us all a disservice to conflate the two as if we're on the same path. Additionally, there are some terms like birth-free that might mean something to the person being referenced. A woman may love her stepchildren or could be thrilled with being an adoptive mom without wanting children of her own. She's a parent, but she's still child free in a sense. Making that distinction could be important for her, even though it might seem finicky to others. In society, we're all the same when we don't have kids. But once you actually look at the person, look at their reason and look at where they are in their life. These types of categorizing, if you will, help us, the people who are being discussed. They help us figure out where we fit in, how we relate to others in our situation, and maybe where to go when looking for our tribe, looking for our people. So yes, again, it's something that I feel passionate about just because I don't want I don't want people behind us, right? Okay. So maybe you and I have known all of our lives. We've been in this decision and it's been fine. We're totally trudging through it. We've got it. Don't worry about us. But I think the way that I look at things is for the people who come behind us. And maybe that's you. Maybe you're coming behind me, just jumping in and going, what the do I do now? I want things like, let's get this terminology right. Let's make you feel comfortable with what we're calling you. But yes, let's just get on the same page. And no, I'm not saying that my definitions are the end all be all. I didn't write these definitions, guys. These are what we as a collective child free, what we're using. But what did I miss? Did I miss something? Is there a term that you use to describe yourself? Is there a term you've heard that you're confused about? Heck, is there something that you've heard that people call us that you don't like and you think it should be stopped? I can't, uh, I can't honestly do anything about that, (laughs) but I'm interested. I'm interested to hear about it. So drop it in, you know what to do. Anyway, that's it. That's what I've got for you guys today. Hopefully, if you didn't know, this was interesting for you. If you already knew, maybe that's something that just gave you a... Okay, cool. On the same page. Got it. That's all right. All right. Well, that's it. Let me know what you thought about this episode. If you have extras that you'd like to add to it. If you have opinions that you want to share with me. If you thought my opinion sucked. Well, like old lady in the Facebook group, you can go suck eggplants. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't say that to anyone. This just ridiculous. No, send me a message, leave it in the comments, put it in the Facebook group, start a chat, do what you got to do. If you aren't subscribed already, please subscribe so that you don't miss the next one. I'm putting out another one. So make sure you follow, like, subscribe. If you have any child-free friends and you liked the episode, tell them about it. If you have any enemies who have children and you liked the episode, girl, tell them about it. No I'm kidding, they wouldn't listen anyway. It's worth a shot. <laughs> All right, so it's episode two. I still don't have an outro, so whatever. Okay, bye.